I'm Mel Stewart, and this is Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is the man on deck, Swim Swam's head of production, Coleman Hodges. And today we have a very, very, very special guest. Uh, perhaps one of the greatest swimmers of their era, a history maker, Olympic champion, and head coach of the University of Florida, Anthony Nesty. Thanks for having me, guys. had to bring you on I had to bring you on to to emotionally get over all of the trauma that I went through in the 1980s because your picture was on my wall as a child I had Michael Gross and Anthony Esty and I have to say that, that there were there were times where I lost you and, and it hurt really <laughs> badly like I was I, I, I had a lot of anguish uh, I'm, I'm laughing and joking but I'm it's like what was that sophomore year 200 yard butterfly whoo that was painful, man. But you didn't even care. You you just wanted to, you wanted to win the hundred fly. Two hundred fly was just a a pickup for you. That, that was definitely my second event. Yeah, hundred fly was my bread and butter. But uh, <laughs> you beat me. You had your fair share of beating me as well. So <laughs> it's um it's a I didn't even were you in the final? You were eighth at nineteen eighty eight in two hundred fly. Yes. Wow, that was a that was a. I, I, so I was dug, dug into your background, and um, I, I knew this, but I'd forgotten about it. Uh, second black swimmer to ever win an individual gold medal. Second South African swimmer to ever win uh, an Olympic gold, individual Olympic gold medal, excuse me. And, uh, South I'm, America. South America, excuse me. Did I say that? You said I did say South that. I said South African. South Africa. I said South Africa? Shame on me. South America. <laughs> Now, I know where Suriname is, and I and I and we're very very close friends with uh, with all of the University of Florida swimmers, and and I was painfully aware of like they said you guys don't understand this. Um, his his face is on planes, it's on the currency. This 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 guy is is it's it's like this is a huge deal in terms of swim, and and through the lens of the the eighties, it was uh, swimming was not what it is today. It's uh, in the United States, but but abroad, the Olympics was 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 a big deal. Where did you understand the weight of what you accomplished back then? Um, not not until I uh, got home, um, because uh, when I got home after I won won the gold, it was uh, madness. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, everybody was uh, was was everybody was besides himself. You know, everybody was so fired up because um, back then the country was wasn't doing so well. So you know, um, you know, fifty three seconds made people forget their suffering. You know, the, all the hard times they were going through, and that, I mean, they were so proud of that moment, and uh, that kind of stands out the most. People were just so happy. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna some for all the young listeners out there. I want to bear witness to this. Uh, as early as 1983, Coach Nesty was on the the Pan American team with his sister Pauline, correct? Correct. 1984. You were a child. Are you 14 or 15? How old are you at that point? 
I was 14 going on to 15. 14 years old, 20, you get 21st in 100 meter butterfly. Uh, by 1987, Anthony wins. You um, won the 100 fly. Did you win the 200? You won the 200 fly. Did you win the 200 fly at Pan Ams? Um, I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't think so. You get bronze in the 200 fly. You get, you, you get gold in the 100 fly, bronze in the 200 fly. So by 1988, I'm in the, in the Olympic stands and I watch you. Um, Edge, Mappiondi, and I think that that people went bananas because that was everyone felt that was Mappiondi's race, and that was a, that was a moment in time, one of the most exciting races of the 1988 Olympic Games. Uh, can just I, we're going to get to the University of Florida and all the great things you're accomplishing now. I know you're uncomfortable because you're such a gentleman, and you don't like people talking about how great you are. But I'm just going to say it. It was it was. There, there are a few moments in your mind in Olympic sports that you bear witness to, and that was a pretty amazing moment. It was an, an emotional moment for you in that moment, winning by one one hundredth of a second, fifty-three flat. What, where, where was your head? Well, I, I, you know, I was um, again. I, you know, I wasn't supposed to win. Um, you know, I was just hoping to get into the finals. I got into the finals and then uh, I was third going into the finals. So I was like, I'll probably have a good shot at getting the bronze. But, uh, you know, when I finished, I turned, you know, turned to the scoreboard and, you know, see, you see a one by your name. It's especially uh, special because, uh, you know, my, my dad was in the stands and I looked up to him and he was just going crazy and said it was awesome. It was awesome to see, and uh, you know, my my coach Kenneth McDonald from back home. You know, uh, when I got out, I got out of the pool. Of course, Dara was there, and and, and my coach, uh, coach Kenneth McDonald, who passed away last year, and it was just, you know, the, you know the the people who, you know, followed my career, um, helped me through. So so many um, ups and downs of course my dad my family um, and, and my coach of course and, and and for those two guys you know I win I, I look at my dad he was going crazy I get out of the pool um, you know you have Dara there and then, and then my uh, coach from back home so it was it was pretty special at that at, at that moment you know, it's the small things about your history that people appreciate and I, I what I find fascinating is that you went to the 84 Olympics then you went to bowls. Then you went on. Then you went on to bowls. You're 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 like you're a foundational member of why people think of bowls and think, wow, this is an amazing program. It's uh, I I think that I think that's fascinating. I forgot about the 1991 World Championships. I think that Michael Gross was on at those World Championships. I think he had a whole lot more speed. This he was a he was a 200 butterflyer, um, but that his he was he was tough. It was. In terms of all of your swims, is is eighty eight the swim that that is the the one that sticks in your brain, the thumbnail, or do you have any moments in time as a competitor where you're like, you know, that was great, that was a uh, that's something that sticks with me. Well, the, it's it's probably the you know my high school state meet, my senior year, um, you know, I, the fifty freeze before the, the fly. So I messed up my my start, you know. I go straight to the bottom of the pool. So um, I had to kick 
like you know what to come up and uh, I think I got second or third so I was uh, pretty embarrassed pretty upset and um, at myself of course but uh, you know and um, you know the 20 minutes later the hunter fly was was up and uh, you know I, I broke the national record <laughs> so I took it out on the hunter fly <laughs> but it was uh, you know it was, it's the highs and lows of you know athletics life you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's it was also a teaching moment for me you know the, the you know it doesn't matter how prepared you are don't assume anything you know things can go wrong and uh i tell our guys all the time murphy's you know you, you could be prepared to re be ready to go but murphy law murphy's law always shows up in the, in the opportune times and uh you know, that's why you, you know, that's why we work so hard. You train so hard mentally, physically. So when those things happen, you, you can rebound and get the results you want. And you were somebody who expected great success because by, you know, in 1985, you had broken in context, you're in high school, you're a sophomore, you broke Pablo Morales' national prep school record. And uh, so if I, I'm, apologies, but this is all coming from memory. This is like standing on deck and remembering things from when you're a kid and remembering things from when you witnessed it. Were you a 47-8 in the 100-yard butterfly in high school? What was your, it was a crazy swim. It was 47-6. Uh, I think it was 47-6. 47-6. 8 somewhere there. God, I hate you sometimes. Man, so fast. All right, I just we had we had had to go there, had to say it, had to bear witness. And if I could say anything about about my time during my those years, uh, I was a complete a hole, and uh, Anthony was the epitome of a sportsman, and uh, and it's not a surprise that he has so much success today. Let's get on to the University of Florida, and you know it, we're we're going through such tough times, and I think about the drama and and and. And if you it's the juxtaposition against all the success you guys had early in the season, that you have the two fastest men in swimming, uh, Karen Smith, Bobby Fink, four to six, five hundred yard free from from Karen, uh, fourteen twelve in the in the in the mile. Um, so the obvious question is, what do you do? What what's the deal? Why you, distance swimmers? This uh, is. Are you coaching? Is this all you? Are I, I figured you'd you'd be just a sprint, sprint man, nitro all the time. Uh, it, it just help me unpack that. You know, when you're the head coach, you you know you, you wear many hats, and uh, I'm pretty fortunate to have uh, Steve as my associate. He, he's a good man. Um, it's, it's it's good to bounce stuff off him because uh, when you're dealing with 36 guys, you can't you you know. I don't care who you are. It's, it's hard to do. You can't do it by yourself. Um, we also have a good support staff, nutrition, you know, our trainers, academic advisors, and uh, probably the most important um, group on campus is a strength and conditioning staff. So, um, so they, they do a fantastic job, but uh, you know, I, you know, I, I always enjoy coaching distance. Um, you know, I'm an F1 guy. I'm an F1 guy, and uh, if, if you know swimming distance this event is just like an F F1 race, right? You know, you can get a blown tire, um, you can crash, um, your engine can get blown. I mean, you, you can pass people. You know, it's 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 
it's just like a NASCAR race where, 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 you know, things happen and you, you, you have to react and, uh, you know, and, and then also being, uh, in a position to, uh, like a university of Florida, you got fantastic athletes coming through your program. So, and those two guys are very special. Um, you know, the, the, the main thing about those two guys, they listen very well. Um, they're really, really good team guys and, you know, it's, it's, it's not surprising to me that they go so fast in swim meets because, you know, I, I have a, you know, I have a saying that I got from uh, Coach Schoberg. I tell our guys all the time, there's no speed limit in the pool. Um, and those guys have none. Um, they're, they're doing some special stuff uh, the last couple of weeks, and it's, it's just no, no, no surprise to me. If you're going 406 and 412, I, I – I, I think suddenly that's a sprint, <laughs> right? Isn't it? I, 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 that's, I mean, that's a good question because, uh, you know, people think speed is just fifties and hundreds, you know, but you know, speed is relative to the event you swim, you know, holding 50 points in a 500 free. That's, that is fast. Holding 52s in a mile. That is fast. <laughs> you know, so it's, 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 speed relative to the events you swim. So I'm a big, big believer in that. Coleman, I'm going to pull you in here uh, and, we, and we can do the, the deep dive in, in college swimming. It, it, coach, just from a personal standpoint, I, I, I think that you're somebody who's achieved your entire life and you've achieved at a high level. And I think high achievers have are some people live a balanced life. Some people can, you know, they can handle stopping and slowing down. They're not necessarily defined by their achievements, but it, it's for, for people who are high achievers, this, the pandemic has been a particularly tough time because it's in many ways you've had to sit down and go internal and, right. and uh, do things differently. How have you managed during this period? Well, the, you know, the, the lockdown is, is good for me because um, a lot of self-reflection and it, uh, Give me an opportunity to uh, hang out with my daughter too. So um, I was kind of the the principal, the you know, because she had class from you know nine to two, and um, my wife works at the counseling center, so she was essential. So she she went to work. So it's just me and um, um, my daughter's name is Lily. Um, so it was an awesome it was an awesome couple of months there where you know I've hadn't had the chance to hang out with her, you know, every day for six, seven, eight weeks. So, so that was good. But, uh, to get our guys focused, uh, of course, zoom is the, you know, the, the thing, um, we had a lot of zoom calls. Um, and I, uh, a couple of things I said, uh, you know, our guys, our guys took it to heart, um, because uh, I told them whatever you do, if it's, 30 minutes of doing something it better be 30 minutes that it is on it. Um, so whatever you do from now until we get back, if it's 20 minutes, 10 minutes, do the best job you can in that time. Um, because, uh, you know, I also told them that, um, when we started back, we're going to be a little more aggressive starting back because, uh, you know, you never know what, the second week goes or the next month or the next year it has to, you know, has in store for us. So, you know, we, we have to be ready and mentally, physically, uh, again, 
support staff from our uh, nutrition department. You know, they were in tune with all our athletes when they were gone. The strength and conditioning staff, um, our trainers kept kept real good tabs. And uh, and another thing that we took fully event advantage of is our, um, you know, we have some fantastic counselors, you know, that work with our athletes. And uh, and I, I I made it a point that our guys um, because you know athletes are so wired, you know, to they have goals, right? You know, what's next? What's what swim meets? And all of a sudden, there is nothing. So those guys had to readjust too. So our, um, I made sure the um, our counselors on campus had really good contact with them. And uh, I, I told them too, when we get back, this is going to be the hardest year for them. You know, because every week, you know, for you know, I, I deal with thirty six guys, right? Every day, every sickness that was a normal sickness six months ago, it's not normal. You got the sniffles, it's not normal, you know. You can miss one to two days. Right now, if you have a sore throat, what's people thinking? Oh, I got COVID, but it could be strep throat. Therefore, you know, it's so, so it's, uh, it's going to be a difficult uh, couple of months ahead, but... Uh, you know, our, our guys are doing a good job. Uh, I mean, credit to UF Sports Health. Um, you know, our guys take, took what their their plan is and what they implemented on campus and uh, in their apartments too. So, uh, and what they're doing is, um, the, the, our, uh, you know, credit to our guys. They've been on top of it and I'm very proud of them. So. Just uh, Coleman, get ready to come on in here, but I have one final question before you, you, you jump in. I just, I just want to say this, and I get a lot of, first of all, the, uh, the Swim Swim podcast is mostly swim parents and uh, older swimmers. And um, so the audience skews a little older on the podcast. And for those out there listening, um, I get a lot of phone calls from parents and, they, and they're asking me that, that one crucial question, which is where do you go to school? And I, and I, you know, I don't ever tell people where to go to school, but I do say one thing. I say, you, your head coach needs to care about your kids' mental health. They need to fit. They need to have character and that you need to be able to count on them. And I can't say that about every college coach. <laughs> I have, I had a very unique experience in college with, uh, with my own personal coach. And uh, it's, but it's, when you think about your own child and where they're going, you, I, those are the things you think about. Because my, my feeling is if you're going to a big enough program, your kids are probably, if their mental health, the coach cares about them and they, the coach has character, they're going to get faster. But, uh, you know, how are they going to be? What kind of human are they going to be on the other side? Uh, Anthony Nesty gets 10 out of 10 stars on all those points. So there's a question in this. What's, um, you know, if you're, when, you, when you have that takeaway conversation, what's, you know, College swimming is recruiting. You know what, what's what what is the what is your what is your message to parents when you're talking to them and you're you're talking about their kids coming there to to spend four years with you? Well, you know, recruiting is uh, recruiting is what it is, right? It's 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 always trying to sell your program the best way you can. Um, when I talk to parents and and, and athletes, uh, you know, I, I talk to them like I would, you know, the kids here. I, I think if if, if if University of Florida is on your radar, you got to be a good student, okay? Because uh, you know each, each year, to academically, Florida's getting harder and harder. Um, we were ranked six 
public university this year. Um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, I, I tell parents athletically, it's pretty tough, but so is the academic side of the University of Florida. Um, and uh, the people who I recruit, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I want high character guys, good people. This is, you know, I tell, you know, my buddies all the time, the older I get, the less I'd like to deal with problems. Um, I enjoy coaching too much. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you're dealing with college kids, so that the, you always you always have something going on. But uh, you know, I I am very passionate in what I do. Um, you know, obviously, character is big. Um, you know, education is big. Um, and the most important thing, uh, you know, our, our our guys should have empathy for not only for themselves but 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 for their teammates. You know, if you if you have that balance, I think. Uh, you know, that's why we've been so successful the last two years. Um, you know, I mean, I got good character guys, guys with empathy, guys who are, you know, uh, my core values is honesty and respect. You know, if you're honest with yourself, um, if you're respectful, um, you're going to have a fantastic team. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I preach that all the time, honesty and respect. That's uh, it's simple, two simple words, but, uh, you know, I wasn't going to talk politics, but uh, you look at what's going on throughout the country now. You know, honesty and respect—it uh, makes you wonder. I—I told I call when I told you you're coming in, but you're not coming in. Is your wife a therapist? Is she a clinical therapist? Well, she helps out at uh, no, but she helps out at a counseling center. Got you. Okay, so she—it's I just—I just heard you say. Um, first of all, men don't say this. Men don't say empathy, and they don't say empathy for your, for yourself, because um, you have to have empathy for yourself first before you, before you really can have empathy and, and, and be a good teammate. So I, sure. I was just like, "Ooh, this is this is pretty high level coaching." Um, but it's part of being part of being a coach is being a is, is being a clinical therapist. In, in addition, you're, you're training the mind and the body. Sure. Um, it's, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've known you for years and years and years, and I'm still being surprised by your, um, understanding of sport. What, what does that look like? What does that look like at the university of Florida? When, when you're like, guys, you gotta have empathy for yourself, empathy for your teammates. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's been a, a process, you know, um, because, uh, like you said, men don't say that and. Definitely coaches don't say that often. So, uh, 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 you know, I, I, you know, the, looking back, this is my third year now, looking back two years, like those guys were surprised that they heard those terms or words, but, uh, but as they um, progressed throughout the weeks, months, uh, they, they could see that uh, if I, take care of this guy, you know what, the team will be better. Um, if I am more respectful for the trainers, you know, the trainers, you know, they work for 36 guys. They're there all the time. You know, no, thank you, please. You know, say thanks, please. I mean, it goes a long way. And then, you know, I, and then I tell guys all the time, if, if you're very respectful and honest, people will go to bat for you. 
and um, and I and I think uh, that's the culture we have here. That's a culture I want, and uh, um, you know, of course, you're dealing with college guys. By no means do we have angels, but uh, I, I think our guys are very respectful, uh, very honest, and uh, you know, they have empathy for themselves and uh, and their teammates, and it. Uh, you know, that's why the performances show too. I, I, I think um, if you look at the improvements of you know, our team, uh, we, of course we have Bobby, Karen, but uh, you know, we, we have some guys that people have never heard of and they're posting times that people are going, wow. So, um, you know, so you, and, I, and I preach that too, uh, Mel. Um, I tell our guys all the time, me as a coach, I, I should improve every week, um, but so they should too, um, because improvement is our number one goal, and especially a tougher sport as swimming. You know, you have to improve in all facets of the sport, you know, but it's your start, turn, technique, your mind, your eating habits. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, and it's 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 stuff that you have to do to, 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 to be the best you can be. So sorry about my rambling on. No, 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 no. We love it. It's all good stuff. It, 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 who, who shaped your, your coaching um, understanding? And, and, the, and the reason why I'm asking this is it's just, you know, if I talk to Greg Troy, I haven't seen Troy for years. I can sit down with Troy and it feels like I'm picking. I've known this guy since I was 12. I sit down. We can go a long period of time without talking. I'll sit down to him. He'll be like, what's up, Stuart? And then he's like, yeah, these kids, you guys, kids in swimming today, I need to do honest work. People aren't doing honest work anymore. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay the bank. He's like, so it's a, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of different coaching philosophies and, uh, and, and there is honest work. And then there is a lot of people who are doing experimenting with things. What, what, um, where do you fall on that scale? What's, what are you bringing every day and over a season? That's a good question. The way I, the way I explain it to our guys, um, we go nine practices this fall. Um, each practice complements the other. So you know, if, you, if you go Monday morning, that Monday morning is going to complement Monday night and so forth and so forth. You know, I have some guys that their alarms don't go off. And what I tell them is, guys, you missed the bus. And once you miss the bus, you can't catch the bus because the bus is at the second stop. Um, but, uh, you, you know, I've, I've, I've had the fortune of working with uh, very good coaches throughout the years. Um, you, know, you know, Greg Troy is one of them. You know, I swam for Randy, Skip Foster, uh, my coach from back home. Um, kind of, um, but I also have a lot of coaches, coaching friends that I, um, bounce stuff off. Um, we talk regularly. So you kind of, whatever you do, some, whatever I do or or we do, it's, it's done before, you know, but, but it's kind of, uh, you put your twist to it. And, uh, my twist is always that, um, you know, if you have nine practices, First practice complements the second one, the second, the third, and so forth and so on. And then, and, and, and if you miss the boat on one, you miss the bus on one, it's a, 
you, you can't get that back. You could maybe try again next week when we have a new week, but uh, that's why that's why I think um, it resonates with with our guys because uh, you know the consistency um, that I like to see in practice, the speed that I like to see in practice, the attention to detail, the technical things. Um, it's 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 a lot for our athletes to think, because I harp on to those guys all the time. And uh, I'm very passionate when on deck. Um, I think one of my strengths, I like, uh, you know, I could have a lot of balls in the air, but 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 get the job done. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, it was pretty funny. We have, we have a foreign kid. Um, my first week of practice, for his first week of practice, I was all over the place. And he goes, hey, coach, I can't believe you're you're walking all all over the deck. My coach back home just sits in the chair and you know watches his phone the whole time. I said, I said that's awesome, coach. So you know that may, that may be that that means I'm doing the right thing, you know. So um, so uh, you know I I, I kind of put my own twist into things. Um, I, I think our the way we run things is it's 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 different. Um, um, uh, probably not different, but uh, um, you know, I like I like our speed at practice. Um, you know, I'm an NFL guy. Okay, I'm a I'm a Packers fan, and you know, they they always talk about you know the you know you you have to do things at the speed of the game, and it's it's no different than what we do. Um, and you know, my, I, I said earlier uh, the same from Coach Schulberg. There's no, there's no speed limit in the pool, and I tell our guys that all the time. But, yeah. you know, go ahead. No, it's uh, and and uh, just in the, it's weird. The, it's, uh, we live in a simulation, I think. And in, in the last within the last ten days, I had a conversation with Randy, and where I told Randy Reese that I loved him, and 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 I was you know I was talking to somebody. I'm like, I genuinely love this guy. Every, a lot of people are afraid of Randy Reese. And, uh, and I, and I told him for one reason, I said, you know, when I was a kid and I was on national team, um, I would go eat at his table, you know, every meal. And I did because he made me feel safe. And, uh, so that was your coach. He said, you were shaped by, by Troy by Randy. Am I missing anybody? Skip Foster. Foster. What's, um, when, when you carry that sort of experience to the deck, um, I, I know the kind of dedication Randy had. It has. Um, this guy is is he is a, he is like a, a steel freaking rod. <laughs> He's immovable. Um, and it sounds like you brought your own twist to that. Well, you know what 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 do you bring to the pool when you have that kind of experience? Is that is that is that always with you? Like um, there's not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know what I'm trying to get at? There's. This is a, a unique experience you have with some some of the greatest coaches on earth. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you, you you take stuff from people who you trust, right? And uh, people who and if they've done it at a high level, um, they must be doing something right. But by the same token, you know, no one is perfect, right? So. You have to shape it the way you think it's perfect for, for you. And in, in our case, for Anthony Nesty at the University of Florida. Um, so, and, and then, uh, you know, again, what I've done is a uh, couple of things that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very important that our 
support staff is 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 part of this journey as as uh, if i may say that because they're equally as important um because we see our guys two hour two hours four hours a day um they probably see them more um so i i i do want them to to know that uh you know it's 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 one thing I don't do is micromanage them, um, but they, you know, they're they're very good at what they do, and and, and I trust what they do, and uh, and I and I think that's why you've been so successful. They they we all have the, a common goal is to take care of these guys first and foremost, whether they swim fast or not, right? I mean, you know, but you know, I tell our guys all the time, I don't care how fast you swim, but when you leave Florida. And you're going to be so successful. You you're going to have all the tools you need, you know, to be successful. And um, that is obviously, you know, as a swim coach, you want them to win gold medals, break records, and win championships. But uh, that's kind of the ultimate goal that I have for our guys. And uh, you know, we had a the first graduating class last year. I mean, most of them have jobs engineers business people i mean they're, they're they're doing very well and hopefully i'm i was a part of that so we're down to four minutes coleman do you have anything do you have any, I, I i could talk to anthony nesty for the next five hours um but uh, you have to have something you want to ask him <laughs> with four minutes i don't know um so put me on the spot. So, uh, you talked about, um, empathy for the guys, you know, teaching that, um, that's not, you know, under Greg Troy, um, you know, Mel talked about there was honest work at Florida. Um, I'm sure there still is. And, but Greg Troy doesn't seem like someone who necessarily taught empathy and that could be from just from the outside looking in but you know he, he from the outside looking in he he's an intimidating figure he's he seems kind of hard he seems kind of rock solid um <clears throat> so when you came into florida um were you kind of still that empathetic guy uh and and what did you take away um from your time uh swimming Swimming there, I mean, is that where you kind of learned how to teach empathy? Well, it, uh, you know, if you look at our sport, it's so demanding to begin with. Um, you know, just just count the hours that you're here, um, the hours that you, in class, in the weight room, in the training room, doing your dry land and doing um, your extras, right? Um, if you, if you, if you're an athlete and, you know, and the coach doesn't, doesn't stop and talk to you and talk to you about, you know, what kind of coffee you like. Okay. Do you like to go hunting? Do you like to go fishing? You know, you, I mean, it's, 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 it's something that the, if the guys are comfortable with you, I, I, I think they're gonna swim freer. I don't know if that's, that's the way I look at it. I, you know, I'm, I have a couple of friends of mine who, you know, they're in special forces and uh, I've read a lot of stuff. Um, 
one of the things um, they talked about is uh, the trust factor be between the uh, you know the tier one operators and uh, and because there's you know they they work out probably more than we do and uh, and, and and the trust factor uh, because they trust each other it makes when they go into an operation and it, it makes them free so and and then and, and them being free they do their jobs a lot better if that makes any sense um and and and, uh, and i think um you know that that's what we do here in florida um you know i love all these guys uh, yes sometimes i'm i'm very hard on them but they, they understand at the end of the day you know you know we're here for the university of florida i'm here for them um, I, I tell parents, I, I tell, tell kids all the time who come to Florida, I'm going to treat you like my own. Okay. Um, you may not like what I, what I, what I say to you today, but uh, once you leave the pool, doc, pool deck, we are back being buddies. Um, no, and, and, and I tell, I tell our guys all the time, you, in this business, how hard it is, you can't hold grudges uh, because... Uh, in the heat of the moment, heat of the battle, you may say something that that that's gonna rub somebody the wrong way, but by the intentions, it's not that. They need to understand that, uh, you know, once it's said, it's over. Turn the page and let's move on. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.